Welcome to the comic panel, your Fairbanks show for all things comics and comic-related media. I'm Taylon. I'm Cody. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. I'm not going to send you down there without some help. I'll give you uh, Thor's, Thor's axe. <laughs> I will give Stormbringer. you Thor's axe. Except it's not Stormbringer at all. Okay, yeah, Stormbringer. It's just yes. like cooler armor <laughs> which reminds me of um like marvel's eternals basically mm-hmm. and like how they are at least have been portrayed in what i've seen mm-hmm. yeah gotcha. or that you're thinking of the celestials jake oh okay yeah yeah i mean it gets confusing celestials eternals mm-hmm. inhumans basically yeah just all synonyms now yeah but anyway he comes down to earth uh and fights uh, Emmett. And a big battle wages. Uh, fists were traded. Blows were sent. And scars were left on the plains of Texas because this battle was so great. It was the battle heard around the world. <laughs> That's how great. Around Texas. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be mostly in Texas. <laughs> but like, there, there's proof that it happened. Uh, the narrator says, like, you know, I wasn't there, but there is proof that it happened because uh, I, I actually don't remember what he said. It was the proof. Yeah, you I think can, the like, proof see is just like bars of their faces. I think. Mm. Yeah, it's either that or just, like, ask anybody who was in Texas then and they'll tell you what I'm telling you. Gotcha. Yeah, and so... Um, Aristus throws Stormbreaker at uh, at Emmett, and Emmett is like... Or, or Aristus is like, ha! All right, Emmett, stay down. There's no way a human could, could get up from that. And Emmett's like, nah, I'm right back up. What you got? Yeah, screams come on at him. Mm-hmm. And so the fight continues, and Emmett wins. More. Yeah. yeah. Emmett wins. Oh, yes. Yeah, he gets. He, there you go. He gets both um, weapons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but also, his shirt is off, revealing his dad bod. <laughs> well, they do that earlier too, but yeah. Okay. I would um, say that's that's more like a, a grandpa bod, anyway. Like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think that the important part is after he gets both weapons, he is like, you know, he's ready. He's in his fit of rage, you know, again. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, I'll kill you. And then, like, Dina, though, 
is what snaps him out of it. And he's like, oh, I don't mean to murder this person just because we were in intense battle. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, yeah, it's like I was saying, it's mirroring back to that first scene where, you know, he's never really met his granddaughter outside of his Alzheimer's. So he doesn't really Mm -hmm. know who she is. And, you know, he's doesn't even recognize his son in the first scene. So he's like, who are you people? You know, Elizabeth, call the police. You know, his wife who's been gone for a while now. And he says, I'm going to kill you people or whatever. I'm going to kill you. And his face is just shrouded in shadow. And Dina has like ran in at that exact moment to see him like that. And she's scared. You know, she's never mm-hmm. known her grandfather as somebody not like that. So, you know, mirroring back to this scene, him being ready in rage mode and being aware of himself but not enough to stop himself from being that same person again. Like, you know, I'm going to kill you. And Dina, who has actually, like, developed a relationship with him in that time, like, knowing her grandfather finally. And she's, instead of running away, she's like, Grandpa, you don't have to do this or whatever. Yeah. You know, stopping him from going back to how he was. This is also where... Roy kind of stands up to his father in some sort of way because he's like, you're scaring my family, man. All right, this needs to stop. And that's when he's like, what, you're right. And he goes and he goes off to what what it's called? Kingdom of... Oh, the kingdom of always. Always, yes. So he goes off teleports to the kingdom of always, leaving his family behind and Aristus, who is just kind of... Well, he can't he can't go back because his father has some kind of barrier that's put up, keeping him from leaving. Mm-hmm. So he's just Very silver there. surfer. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That happens in Silver Surfer comics, basically. He's not allowed to leave Earth after he um, betrays Galactus. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I am not well-versed in Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. It's just another um, Kirby connection. Oh, oh, that's even more Kirby. <laughs> Wait, did Kirby not do Silver Surfer? Yeah, he did. Well, at least he, oh, he made... Oh, Jack he Kirby. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. you meant the Nintendo mascot Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Jack Kirby. Um, I see. Jack, Jack King Kirby of Marvel Comics fame. I think that there's a Kirby Award named after him. Oh. I believe there is. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so... Anyway, oh. though. No, no, sorry. That that was all, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Basically. So Emma goes Jack off Kirby. and he... <laughs> oh my gosh. I just realized this looks a lot like Asgard. This scene where he's fighting this giant. I don't know what this is. Actually, the Chitauri. The Chitauri. Serpent looking thing. 
I mean, they call it a <laughs> a volgul, a, I believe, which is something that yes, like yeah. eats uh, mountainous scavengers that feeds on the energies of dying gods and godly things. Which is like so, a really like cool and intense thing to put in the last episode or last issue of your comic. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, here's this super cool thing that like eats gods it, that will appear in like one page of my comic. No, no, th this also reminds me of that creature that the Guardians of the Galaxy were fighting in the beginning of of the second movie. You know. Oh. Kinda. Because cause, cause Drax goes in and he gets eaten and he's like, well, you're dumb. You can't cut from the inside. It's just as bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, while uh, Emmett doesn't get eaten, they do make a point to say that this creature also has an impenetrable hide. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then we're back on Earth and Aristus is talking to Dina saying, oh, you know, don't worry. Your grandfather's going to be fine or it's going to work out for your family because you have what my family doesn't have. And that is, oh, wait, no, sorry. That's a different conversation he's having with Janie. Then Janie comes and sends Dina to talk to her father. And then that's when uh, Aristus tells Janie, hey, you know, you're, you're going to be fine, right? You, your story will live on because you have an heir. Which, like, isn't he the heir to his family? Hmm? I mean, I think the whole idea is the fact that his family and, like, everything that supports them, the realm they're in, is dying, is part of the problem. But that still was like a really weird line to me. It's okay um, as long as you have offspring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a little more um, non-literal than just like, oh, you have a daughter, but like it's more that like they have a future and like places yeah. to go. It's like they I can't really... The yeah, the word choice of an heir was very odd. Like, oh, your story will live on or something. Well, that, that that's what I thought. I thought they were like, well, you know, your lineage will continue. You're not going to stop you. But he, our father, he only has me and Belgrim. And that was just me. So that's like, true. Well, it, it's the whole thing of, like, he said, my father will you know, blow through all of his sons, like, mm -hmm. just throw them into this mess, and he doesn't care if they, like, all die. Right. Mm -hmm. Just in pursuit of this idea of a legacy, even though he's killing his legacy, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, so then yeah, we go I... to Emmett and... I, I Sorry, I was just gonna say that basically, yeah, I think that that kind of relates to, like, you know, if if the two sons are supposed to both be Roy, then a tomb is also supposed to be um, the father. And so it's like, you know, basically he realizes that, like, you know, th the difference between the two, though, is that, like, one wants the sword to secure their legacy and their power, where the other one just wants to, like, you know, 
make sure that they're like you know the family is safe and that like you know that they will like remember him well and stuff like that and so but he realizes that like you know the the maybe bad part of him that needs like that is like holding on to the past a little bit too hard needs to be killed um and so you know he can't just let go in general he has to he has to get rid of that part it's kind of the way that i perceived it i guess um also so did never mind. We'll, we'll continue with the story that that would have been a tangent um so yeah emmett is uh fighting a tomb and it's a pretty even match uh despite the fact that a tomb is a god and emmett is just a guy with a sword but then i mean it's not just a sword but Mm -hmm. i feel like you've kind of beaten that horse a little bit I mean, it's the most magical sword ever, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like calling Mjolnir like... just a hammer. It's not, though. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I mean, that that that's how a tomb referred to him. Oh, yeah, well, I guess he said more like, you're a nobody. Yeah, I mean, so he is... He just happened to have the sword. He is just a... Yeah, he is just a mortal, but he is carrying a god himself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a tomb, uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, if Valofax is the god of sharp things, that he wasn't able to stop these vines from stabbing Emmett. So yeah, these these vines kind of tore through him. Is that what but, happens? Uh, he survived. Yeah, he gets kind of um, kind of like Hella in Thor Ragnarok, where she's got like the spikes coming out. It's kind of like that. Okay. And kind of yeah. After they've stopped fighting for a minute and talk a little bit. But, yeah, it's still about a. They're still fighting, technically, even though they're talking. Mm-hmm. And then. And they get stabbed. Uh, a tomb keeps monologuing. And then. And then. Throws the sword at him. And then he remembered, he was like, oh yeah, I remember a story that Valifax was telling about carrying through the heart, the throats of enemies. So he's like, all right, just cut his throat. Now to me, that panel that showed uh, a tomb's throat getting slashed was very confusing because I wasn't sure where, I was like, where is the sword? I don't see it here. It's just moving real yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it that, yeah, basically. If... Go it, ahead. 
kind of cut him and then flew up and then cut the ceiling. Like, like cut through the ceiling. Causing a cave. I don't think so. I think it just it just flew like in an arc, you know, kind of a boomerang. Not a boomerang, really, because those mm-hmm. kind of go. God, two weeks in a row we're talking about boomerangs. Oh yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, why does this feel familiar? Um, <laughs> anywho, though. Um, yeah, but I think that it just you know it kind of it kind of mulineered back into his hand is all mm-hmm. um have we mentioned that mjolnir is thor's hammer you know marvel thor's hammer well I'll, actually all thor's hammers but you know specifically with that power uh i don't think we mentioned it no but i guess i kind of assume people knew yeah knew that anyway. mjolnir was a magical Hammer? Thor's magical yeah. hammer, specifically. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Just for anybody who didn't know. But, um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Aristi- Aristus is like, huh, there's a disturbance in the force. My father's about to die. <laughs> or, or something's <laughs> happening to him. Well, I think the realm isn't doing too good, and he can probably tell the place that he inhabits. Mm-hmm. Like, a god of war. Gotcha. Huh? He's in every war. Hmm. Man, um, I feel like he would have so even more like, insight then. <laughs> he would have more what? Insight. Hmm. Gotcha. But, I don't know. That was just kind of interesting. I didn't think about it. But anyway, go, go on. Mm-hmm. And so Aristus is saying, hey, his his uh, shield keeping me here on Earth is broken now. So I'm going to go uh, to the kingdom of always. I think you should come, Roy. You're probably going to want to come. He's like, what? Yeah, you should probably just go. But then they go off and uh, Aristus goes fight his father i guess that because that was well he tries to get in between them Mm -hmm. right and then roy runs to his father and his father's like and his father looks uh pretty bad healed or the opposite hurt beyond (laughs) the sword's ability to heal Mm -hmm. and so that's when he he's like they have this father-son moment where he, where Emmett gives Roy the sword, and along with it, all of his memories, all the, how did I, how did, all the, uh, um, all the, the lessons learned. Emmett learned, triumphs and failures, right. all of the things <clears throat> left yep. unsaid. Yeah. Yep. All the things, things he, he could say. never say. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Roy is like, Father, thank you. Or thank you, Dad. And then that's when 
a tomb just stabs his son, Aristus. He's like, all right, you're in my way. <laughs> and just before uh, a tomb can go after the sword, uh, Roy teleports him and Emmett away. Thus leaving a tomb. It looked like the planet was being destroyed. You get that? Yeah, I mean, the realm, basically, like, it finally crumbled. You know, he just kept the sword away from a tomb long enough that, you know, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. They just ceased to exist. Gotcha. And then... You know, which um, actually, you know, that kind of makes sense. I just realized that, like, basically, because, you know, he killed his last son, the last other god except for himself but his one title is king of the gods but he can't be king of himself so by killing his last son he is no longer the god of what he was i i mean the whole reason like uh his son was like jumping in was his father's expending so much energy to try to get this sword back when he's he had used the last of his energy to keep that realm from, like, deteriorating. Like, everything around it had already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, using even more of his energy to the point where he can't maintain his own place anymore. Yeah, yeah. true. So, and and that, was, that was revealed earlier in the story that... Um, I I don't remember what happened, but something happened. Something came that tried to destroy their world. Well, no, no, it said time. Literally, the time. caption oh, was okay. time. You know, with all time, all things will deteriorate, and he was mm -hmm. not willing to give in to that. So he used the last of his power to maintain the mm -hmm. little area around him, pretty much. So everything around it was already just gone. It's a husk gotcha. of what it was before. Mm -hmm. Yes. While he's obsessed with his legacy. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, and then we see Roy, uh, so diving into the story again, we see Roy, um, I guess, sending his father into the sun? Or, or at a least sun? a sun. Maybe not the sun. Mm -hmm. And then, and in contrast, you know, to what Emmett did, Know that kind of symmetry into was talking about. Um, Roy come comes down to Earth again <clears throat> and goes to see his family, and he just chucks a Valifax behind him. He's like, "All right, I'm done." And then mm -hmm. he goes to hug his family. Uh, the narrator says they never saw those gods again, and they never saw Valifax again. And yeah. they they just kind of like that's what and and so then Roy told Dina uh, the parts of the story that she didn't know, and then Dina told her children, and her children and those children told the narrator, and the narrator is now telling you. He says you, 
I'm, I want to assume that you is their children or if it's just mm -hmm. you as in the audience. <clears throat> right. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what's... Is this the same house? Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're There's just selling it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they mentioned the door that they have trouble opening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and then months later, they're selling the house. And, and the narrator says the, the point of this story isn't that it's a happy story, but it should be told. Because when we fight for those we love and we love them back, then those people will always remember us and we won't ever truly be, or no one will ever truly be gone and we will, but we will become stories. I mean, that's, that's the end. Roll the okay. credits. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so, expect this to be oh. so self-contained. Um... I thought yeah. that it was going to be, like, you know, this big, like, ongoing thing with, like, more and more gods and stuff and more and more, like, development. And I was like, nope, this is it. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually did a little bit of research and it turned, and so from what I can tell, uh, this is it. The, yeah. the, this is the mm -hmm. entire story. And I, I was kind of surprised because it said volume one. And I was like, to me, I was like, okay, so obviously this is volume two. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah, this apparently. was written back in 2017. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I don't think it really matters to the story at all. And that's probably why they don't mention it. But I'm like, man. Is the narrator, like, technically, like, talking from the future then? If, like, you know, like, I could maybe see if this was, like, you know, like, I mean, it, it really could be just, like, in the, in the 80s, and we wouldn't really, you know, know any better. Because, like, you know, everybody's just kind of wearing, I don't know, general Texas fashion. <laughs> yeah, um, uh... I, the narrator, the bubbles of the narrator or the text boxes changed color, like, depending on the issue, I think. And I that really confused me. I was like, is this a new narrator? Also, there was a lot of slang in, like, one of the earlier narrators. Yep, I, I, that's, that's what I noticed. And then later on, I'm pretty sure there was, like, kind of no slang. And yeah. so it was, just, mm -hmm. it was a little bit confusing. But um, I think overall... It was a really quick read, and I didn't mind that. I think it works as, like, if this was literature-wise, it probably would be, like, a chapter story, pretty much. And I think it works because every single scene is mirrored. But because of that, because of the fact that it's a short story, and so every single thing has to be important to something that happens very soon afterwards in the space of reading it, it feels a little bit predictable. But in the way that a short story would be, where it's giving you 
a lesson, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now, having the context that this is it for the series, um, it, it changes what I'm going to say in so much as I understand why it happened. Um, but it doesn't change it in the way that I don't like this. It was very mm. underwhelming for me. And so mm. I was like, but, but knowing that it's, this is it, it makes sense why they left you questions and then answered them really quickly. That's, that's pretty much what I was trying to say too. Like mm -hmm. it has to be this way. It's a short story. Like there's a lot of scenes yeah. where like, there doesn't go into things like things happen this way and we told you and it doesn't matter why it just it's because sort of the the little details get lost mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah, I, I guess i, I, I agree I, with oh. sorry i was just going to say i i i agree with that um but at the same time i'm like i mean thinking about it in like you know, because we're reading it in a collected edition, but it was originally spread out across, like, you know, six months and, like, six issues, you know, and it's, so it seems like, you know, they, they, I, I feel like I, I, I want to judge it a little bit more harshly in that, like, you know, it's short, but, like, a lot can be done in six issues, you know, and a lot yeah. can I, be explored. I was gonna say... Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I do not like how the final battle went, because there's a lot of, like, that buildup of, like, he's invincible with the battle facts, that's why we want it back. And just this confusing of, like, but he can still get hurt. Mm -hmm. He can, he, you can't, the sword can't fight against its creator, but he can hurt him? <laughs> question mark question mark like i guess this will happen this way because we need it to but yeah i i also I would... didn't like how the sword defeated belgrim i like i was like oh so you don't need him at all <laughs> <laughs> i mean how does he kill the last the the main guy is that the one where he like gets thrown through his throat i mean yeah that does happen that, that but that's would... not like how he dies like he okay. dies by like getting like done into the black hole that it's they're like, still, like circling yeah that that is still you get stabbed in the throat that's your sword that you made hurting you right <laughs> i mean circling back to the thing i said again mm -hmm. like i guess feel like yeah. there's a lot of those little things that were set up to make it mm -hmm. seem greater than it was and it was a lot of mm. like well don't think about it too hard yeah and i'm like do we get like you know basically that at first they're all like oh you know it was just like like i feel like we don't get enough i don't know justice i guess for like basically how evil they ended up presenting a tomb because it's like at first it's like ah yes it's just the the god of like always you know it's like you know he is you know he's uh odin he's zeus he's like you know any other king of the gods but then it's all like 
Um, gosh, I'm so distracted now. I've forgotten. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you were talking about a tomb didn't get justice. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Oh, for like how? Yeah, how yeah. He was. Because yeah, at first they like, were all like he was really like, you know, mean just... to his son, and in the end, he just falls into the hole or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then he like, yeah, you like know, he also genocided a, a he genocided a star system, and he colonized mm-hmm. you know multiple realms. And it was just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's a bad dude. We're not gonna like really delve yeah. It into turns him, out though. it's a bad guy. I, I guess it's supposed to be kind of like the tragedy of being remembered always as the villain, right? Like, mm. in the story. I mean, not for no like, reason. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, the the tragedy of he's done all this to make this legacy, and in the end, mm. because he tries so hard in the wrong way to, like, maintain a legacy of the sword, he hurts his hurts all his sons hurts kills them mm-hmm. <laughs> throws them to their death yeah, yeah it, it reminds um, me kind of sabotages uh, himself like if you guys have ever watched uh there will be blood that is also a story about a father and a son kind of it's Ooh, an adopted son so good but it's like it's about an oil it's daniel day lewis as an oil baron and like towards the end it becomes like i dedicated my life to screwing everybody over so I could make money. And now I'm left with nothing. Mm. And also it's a weird saying about drinking somebody's milkshake. It kind of falls apart near the end. <laughs> I really like that last scene though. Like it's still really good. And it's on Netflix so people should watch it. But like it's it's better than what how I'm describing it makes it sound. Gotcha. So, so this is what I'll say about God Country. Um, as I said before, it was underwhelming for me, especially considering the high praise that it got. Uh, it did get it, a lot of high praise, it, yeah. It had a lot of praise, and apparently uh, it is being made adapted into either a TV show or a movie. I don't know. And I think it could be a movie. He sent, hmm? I think it could be a movie pretty well like if you try to stretch this out into like a unless it's like a six episode miniseries then yeah okay and and so there was an article saying that uh kate's had sent uh he had finished the script and sent it to legendary pictures or legendary entertainment whichever title it is and uh Mm -hmm. that was like in june and then he discussed that there's going to be a spin-off series and that article was released sometime in March. Now, I reading this story, I'm like, how, how though? How could how could you make a spinoff series? Make it about a tomb I don't understand. in the kingdom of always. I mean, that's true. the only thing I can think of, because like otherwise, I... it's just a super sad story about somebody who has Alzheimer's in Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real, like, I feel like a lot of the scenes could be summed up in, like, a page or two if this was a book textually. Mm. Yeah. That, that, and that it would still some... be, like, yeah. I don't... Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, real quick though, I will say I let. Okay. Um, I did enjoy the art. Um, it was it was pretty most of the time. You know, I I think that sometimes it could be a little unclear, but you know, it was good, and yeah, I think that that they did a lot of you know, a lot of good detail work. Um with like both space and like the cosmic kind of side of stuff and like you know in the <laughs> opening pages like the the texas terrain all really good um their faces are kind of weird sometimes but i don't know yeah what did you think about this panel um right when uh roy is hold right after right after Ivet died and he's in Roy's arms. Is that? Um, oh, yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking about. I don't need to, even need to find it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked I that, that one. It, it it was a little weird. It, you know, it was like creating like rack focus inside a comic book. Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah. I it didn't take me out of it. You know. Gotcha. Um, so I was fine with it. Oh, yeah, we're going to be reading what is titled as uh, Spawn Origins, but it collects the first six issues of Spawn. Mm, so right. we'll be reading that next week by Todd McFarlane. Fun. All right. Cool. We'll take it away, Taylon. All right. This has been the comic panel. I am Taylon. I'm Cody. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel. It's comic time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time.